What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I respect men and everybody's built differently. So it's not taking away this or that. I'm saying when I say weak, indecisive, not able to make a decision, not sure what you want, not sure. So you're going to interrupt me. You see me and you like what you see, but you will interrupt me if I allow you to. So I have to guard my mind and not get thrown. It's so the devil knows what you want, right? He knows your taste and he'll give you a thing. Like, so when I say guard your mind, there are guys who are it, who he will present to me. And I'm, I'm like Friday, the devil, the Lord is my shepherd. He know what I want, but it's not the Lord. It's the devil because he understands, (laughs) he he understands, he knows what you like. So I have to guard my mind because everything flows out of that. I'm on a journey to discover, uncover, and recover love. Life is about helping others. Dear future wifey has been doing exactly that. You stated that women are to present and not to pursue. It has given us a, a roadmap on how relationships were meant to be by God. There are still black men who love the Lord and their end goal is marriage. Thank you for teaching me how to stay lit, how to be intentional and transparent. You read your, your letter, I cried. I just got married two months ago and I'm listening to the podcast so I can stay married. I'm Lateris R. Whitfield and this is season four these dating streets on the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Welcome to the Dear Future Wifey podcast. I'm your host, Lateris R. Whitfield. Listen, I am so excited about this episode. This episode is going to drop the day after my birthday. So uh, thank y'all in advance for those that have wished me happy birthday. Uh, I have a good friend on the podcast. This was just an impromptu episode because she came to Dallas and I've always wanted to have on the podcast because I've been knowing her for quite some time. And so while we're in these dating streets, it would be so befitting for me to have my good friend. So welcome to the Dear Future Wifey podcast, my homie, Kamika Smith. What's going on, buddy? Hey, friend. Thank you for having me on. I'm super excited. So I called you by your government name. You really did. I was looking like it. That's what he going to do. He has the rights. So what y'all call you? Sky Houston. Kamika Smith. (laughs) So listen, this episode, matter of fact, what God laid on my heart is to do a series um, about being guarded. Um, In these dating streets, let me ask you this. Have you been accused of being guarded? (laughs) Of course. Like, it comes with who I am. Why? Why you say it comes with who you are? Well, for one, I am a leader. I move and I move a lot of different areas professionally and in ministry. Uh, I lead production. So I'm constantly moving people. So my demeanor, it comes across as strong. It comes across as you got to get through the forest. Um, and then, <laughs> and then in my dating life, you know, sometimes some of that flows over depending on how you handle me. So it comes off like you're guarded. Yeah. Do you feel like you're guarded? Yeah. So you actually know that you're guarded. Yes. So, um, which is interesting. I'm glad that you're self-aware. And so as I've been doing my research and uh, biblically, being guarded isn't a bad thing. Matter of fact, it's what's required as believers. And so we're going to do a five-part series called Guarded, and we're going to talk about different things. But today, I want to discuss with my good friend, guard your mind. There it is. So, Mika, 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 <laughs> when you hear me say guard your mind, what does that mean to you? Um, it means 
Guard your mind, like be cautious of what you let in and what you let affect your thinking. Matter of fact, I do that regularly. It's a it's a mandate for me because you will lose your mind in these dating streets <laughs> if you let everything that's coming at you or that you're dealing with. If you let, let it take you over, it will. So how? So tell me what have you experienced that? Have you ever had a moment where you're about to lose your mind in these dating streets, dating somebody or whatever, where you said, hold on, let me just reel it back in. Let me let me find my balance. Yeah. Matter of fact, the last two dating experiences I've had, I've literally had to guard my mind. Fortunately for me, I date a certain level of dude, right? Yeah. I attract guys who are leaders themselves. They communicate well. And um, I'm a strong personality, so I bring strong dudes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be no punk coming this direction. So already, it's a certain caliber of a guy that comes for a personality like me. So um, just in general... They communicate like straight, no chaser. Tell me where you are and where, where, what are you trying to get out of this? And I've had guys be very frank. I think you're dope. I want to see where this goes. Um, and they lay it out most times. I don't have to dig or pry or uncover it. There's been some cases where I did, but they communicate. And so I get to decide, okay, I got to keep my feet on the ground with this one. Cause yeah. I, I, I pay attention to what a man says. And what he does, yes. not one or the other. I do both. He says this, let me see what he does. And a wise man once told me, you never have to ask a man how he feels about you or what he thinks. He will show you. It will spill over. Sometimes just shut up, listen, and watch. And because I got that early on, I get to watch and I get to guard. When I see, oh, he's moving like this, sis. Don't go in fantasy world in your mind of what this could be, what it should be. Potential don't matter or what you think. I have to remind myself in my mind to watch. Just watch what he does and don't be in a fantasy world. Because as women, we go we go on that potential. Mm -hmm. I could see this dude like this or I could fit in his life like this. Yes. I, I told a guy one, one time, I could undergird your whole life. I see what this could be. Listen, you don't see this. And I had to slow down because he has to arrive to a place, you know. So you said you told him I can undergird your whole life. Dude, I, I'm built for this. <laughs> what did he say? He saw it as well. And he said it? he was yes. He was clear on. Like I said, I attract dudes who see. They are visionaries. They are people who move people. They like they have. It's a, a certain caliber of dude I deal with. It just happens that way. But they I hear that all the time. Man, you're so dope. By the way, dudes, I bet not hear now another uh -oh. guy tell me again how dope uh -oh. I am. Because uh -oh. uh, that, that's that's a pain point for me. That's a pain point. So have I subconsciously offended you? Because I always say you dope. It, no, because you back yours up. How? Explain. You back yours up. Consistently. We've been friends over 20 years yeah. now. Consistently, my dopeness is clear support it and you treat me as such when we're together you make me feel like the queen that i am you oh, make me amazing. feel protected provided for all of that you bring what you believe about me you show it it's mm. never been a question i ever had to double think well he said that about me but there's no return on that investment <laughs> of words there's so it's a difference so why you say it's a pain point then how how has it become a pain point because I finally recognized and owned up to the fact that I desire to be married. So I'm, you finally, you finally got to this point. Because y'all don't understand, Mika, Mika's just been a, a, a she's she a thug. You know, she's a thug <laughs> with her emotions. If I could just say that, she's a thug with her emotions. I never ever thought that she could ever fall in love with people. I just didn't know. Like I, every time I check in, I'd be like, Hey, have you found love yet? Are you engaged? Are you this or whatever? She's like, No, nah, these dudes just ain't these, these dudes ain't stepping up. And, uh, and I gotta, you gotta know yourself too. So <laughs> I own it. Um, Cause I've had guys say we'd be afraid of you. I'm like, what are you scared of? Like, because, or, or this last guy, he said, you always seem to have it together. So exactly. I don't know where I fit. Oh, that's so, good. Hold on. He said, you always seem to have it together and I don't know where I fit. Do you realize how powerful that is? Because a man always, and that's what happens when you meet women such as yourself who You're are so, so put together and so dope. Then it's like, how in the world do I fit in her life? Because she seems to be doing, well, I ain't going to say seem to, you actually are doing everything by yourself. Now, that could have been 
ain't gonna say forced because that's just how you lived your life as a single woman you got to do everything by yourself you're raising a child you're 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 you have your career woman you're career driven ministry you're driven ministry driven all this so it's like well a dude steps in and I, and I always say a certain type of dude steps in and says that mm -hmm. because uh I find that attractive. Like I see, I want a woman to have Most her stuff do. put together. Be like, I like that because I know what I can add. All I'll do is just pour gasoline on everything you're doing and set that thing ablaze, and we we on fire. But you hear what you said? You asked me why do I feel like I get a return from use because you recognize a thing and you move on the thing. You don't just recognize and be like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> look at that masterpiece <laughs> and it's like behind the glass like I'm the chick that's always behind the glass like guys either feel like they aren't you know they can't approach me or and even the guys that I've dated again they communicate they've told me like I wasn't sure where I could fit in or you didn't seem like it was what you wanted mm. is what I get and I'm like how nigga I didn't how do I not what woman wouldn't but being again mindful of yourself you have to own that thing. Like, am I soft enough? Am I vulnerable enough? Has he given me permission to be vulnerable with him? Because a man can make you be that guarded as well. Because you haven't, you haven't, I'm the type of woman, because I'm strong and because I have to lead it in so many different capacities. Yeah. Let me know you got it and then I can fall back. Would but you fall back? Absolutely. I've done it before. I can do it again. If it's the right dude, men I'm the type of woman I've noticed how you manage me determines how I move. How you manage me determines how I move. So if you, you're, I had a guy, this is how I know it's possible. Lord, <laughs> I had this one guy in it. It's those guys who hit you. You were unassuming. Cause I'm never, yeah. another thing really quickly about guarding my mind. Again, I don't fantasize or go through my days thinking about how can I get a man or is he the one for me? I'm so busy moving into in the work that I've been given to do moving in purpose that I'm not focused on what I don't have or who hasn't chosen me. If I'm unassuming. So if it finds me, I'm not going to, I'm open. Show me what you're working with. <laughs> Listen, but um, this guy was came in and his presence alone made me sit down. Really? I was like, Ooh, he didn't have to say it with his words. His presence and how he handled me made me such a little. <laughs> he didn't have to say it. How he managed me, how he covered when we're in each other's presence, what he took care of. It wasn't. It's. It wasn't just as simple as he opens the door for me. No, he makes decisions and then tell me what we're doing. You you can run it. <laughs> what do I, what do you need me fall in at? That's. I'll get I'll get this side and I'm a woman who watches so yes. I'm gonna let you do what you do because if you're in your role I'm in mine I have no problems good and it's natural for me so that's, good. that's why when I get the guys who like I'm scared of her and then they're telling the homeboys and other people around me so some way I'll find out that they're interested but I don't know what you want me to give you some slack come back and say you know what I'm, I'm I heard you I heard you like me. And, yeah, so you can. I'm like be. you weak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, but I, I just know, even temperament uh, temperamentally alone, I am a strong. My pastor teaches temperaments. I'm a Paul. Like that means I'm driven, right? Um, so, but I also have enough emotional intelligence that I'm not going to do this. If you're another. You're another driver. I will acquiesce if you're the right driver. So Jill Scott said it this way before. If you can sit me down, then sit me down. If you can't sit me down, you won't be able to sit me down. So, but it's, it's a recognition that comes when it's someone who, you know, just is with you. Hmm. That's the only word I could give it. That's, 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 that's okay. I'm feeling you on that because I've, I've heard – Women speak, especially uh, alpha women. You hear y'all, I've heard women like that speak like that of saying that I'm not trying to run everything. I want to be able to relax, but I'm not going to fall back and then allow somebody that's viewed as weak run me because at the end of the day, then you're, you're looking at the decision. Oh, he's going to just destroy my life. And who wants that? And let me clarify this because I don't want any man man or men looking at this and saying she calls us weak no I respect men I respect men and everybody's built differently so it's not taking away this or that I'm saying when I say weak 
indecisive, not able to make a decision, not sure what you want, not sure. So you're going to interrupt me. You see me and you like what you see, but you will interrupt me if I allow you to. So I have to guard my mind and not get thrown. It's so the devil knows what you want, right? Yes. He knows your taste and he'll give you a thing. Like, so when I say guard your mind, there are guys who are it, who he will present to me. And I'm, I'm like Friday, the devil, the Lord is my shepherd. He know what I want, but he it's not the Lord. It's the devil because he understands, <laughs> he, he understands, he knows what you like. Exactly. So I have to guard my mind because everything flows out of that. Yeah. They say the spirit sustains a man, but it's the man's mind that moves him or her. So I know I can't get caught up in what I want, what I don't have, or, you know, what I need or who's not choosing me. I'm a masterpiece. And I got to be okay with that, whether that man has made a decision about me or not. Recognizing I am that I am. Like, I'm a light, and I carry that. And not letting the fact that I don't have a man, and I keep getting these knuckleheads saying, oh, she's so dope, but don't do anything about it. I'm okay with being a masterpiece. And I thank you for acknowledging me. Every time I get a guy giving me a compliment or DMing me or asking me, why why hasn't someone wiped you up because you're so dope, I get offended Offended first, but I recognize what he is saying. He's seeing me. You made a video that I was, it was so hilarious. You were at where were you at? Where this was it at a convention or something? It was a and, and this little young dude, how old was he? He was like twenty seven, maybe he was, or younger than that. Yeah, he was like he's about twenty four something. But he came. Explain what happened in that video. So. Um, I'm minding my own business after hosting an event and I'm relaxing in the lobby and I see two young men walk past and you know, I'm taking some selfies, right? Instagram famous. So <laughs> I'm taking a selfie and you know, you hate to have your phone posing with people looking at you. Yeah. So I put my phone down, smiled, let him pass. Then at my peripheral, my per I see somebody coming back around. Like this is a long hallway. This man, they went, all the way down and came back and I'm, I, I'm irritated. And sometimes it's hard for me to pretend. So I was like, he's looking, I'm like, what are you looking at? Like, <laughs> can I take my selfie? This, at this point, he's blatant. Like, so <laughs> can I help you, sir? But Latarius, how he handled me looking at him crazy is what gave me, allowed me to give him the time of day. Cause I'm like, Oh, he's bold. It takes a bold somebody to approach you. So he has confidence. Yeah. And it wasn't that he was trying to be swaggy or anything. No, he, just, he saw something that caught his attention yep. and he was not afraid. He was, I like you a man. He was a man about it. Yeah. I'm a, listen, he said, I said, can I help you? He said, how you doing? He said his name and he said, can I get your number? I said, where they do that at? They don't even do that no more. <laughs> he said, where they do that? <laughs> can I get your number? He actually asked for my can number. I get your IG? He didn't say. He didn't say IG. He didn't say. <laughs> what's your TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "What's your phone number?" Can I get your number? And I said, "I'm sorry. How old do I look to you?" I, I said, "How old are you?" And he said, "Well, how old are you?" I said, "I'm 42." And he said, "Okay." <laughs> and okay, I was expecting him to shush on little the baby shush on shush on. No, he said okay. I said, how old are you? I think that's yeah. what he said. I'm, you know, I'm 24. 20, yeah. I said, what you, what can you do with me? You can't do nothing with this young man. And I'm talking to him like yeah, this. I'm yeah. sunning him in yeah. a sense, yeah. jokingly, but serious. And he, he was straight serious. He would not leave. Nope. He said, I would like to get to know you. And I said, what can I teach you? He said, everything. <laughs> so I'm intrigued now. Like, is this what they do in these streets? Yeah. Honestly, I don't really date. Yeah. I don't, I'm living. I'm not really going out on dates or actively <laughs> going through the process like that. But he said everything. He said everything. So I'm like, I'm intrigued to see what else he's going to say. So. And then at that point, you start recording. because I said, let me. Oh, he's a young. He's a young Thundercat. That, he's a bold young Thundercat. So I pulled out my phone. I'm like, I'm putting him on. Yeah, he I'm didn't trying care. to show some people that there are guys out here not afraid. So all you knuckleheads that been telling me y'all scared of me, this one ain't. <laughs> this is a young kid just walk straight up to you. And I need a dude that can take a blow because I'm a gut punch you just to see what you <laughs> what you working with. 
got to be strong. And he would not leave. He sat on that camera. He didn't care. He was talking. He was he was talking to the camera like, "What's up?" He said, "I'm from Detroit." He was you know? he wasn't afraid of being put on blast or someone else seeing him on social media because you know and I had nothing but respect when he did that. He was like he was talking to the camera like I don't care. He started his homeboy came up and all that. Like he just he just did not care. And this is what he said to me. I said, "You don't oh you want to be seen?" He said, "No, I want you to see me." Young son, listen. Go somewhere. Go somewhere. Well, you make me a cougar real quick. And then he, I, I asked what he was doing. I'm a business-minded woman. If you're not enterprising or you need to have the type of man that works for me is a man who has a work. Yeah. Because I understand my role. Yeah. So if you don't have no work in this world, we don't need to be talking about nothing. <laughs> but I asked what he did. He was an entrepreneur. He yeah. had a business. So I started giving him business tips. I'm back to, oh, you need to do this, this to get your marketing up. Da, da, da. And he said... I said, You're in, you live here? He said, no, I'm from Detroit. He said, can I fly you out there? He don't, he don't waste no time. When a man knows what he wants, <laughs> like I told the last guy that when a man knows what he wants, he yeah. will show a woman. Yeah, yeah. What he, show me what you see from me. What do you want from me? You know? When I say I was like, I was so proud of that dude <laughs> because you just don't see that anymore. You know no. what I'm saying? And that's why it took you by surprise. How long has it been since you had a real relationship, a committed relationship? How many years has it been? A committed relationship? Probably 10 years. 10 years. Mm-hmm. And in that 10 years, how have you been able to protect your mind going to family functions, Christmas come around, Thanksgiving come around? We went through a very uh, traumatic season in our lives called the pandemic, and, and we were sheltered in place. And I talked to a lot of my single friends that said that that took a toll on them. What did that, how did you manage going through those seasons and New Year's, all these holidays, Valentine's Day? Being single, how'd you protect your mind? Focusing on the work that I'm supposed to be doing. I'm busy. I'm busy. Not too busy as if a man hears this and says, oh, she doesn't have any time for me. That's weak. Talk to me. Yeah. Whatever we create together is what we create. If this is a, what, a thing that we're supposed to be building, everybody makes time for what they want. So if a guy approaches me or comes into my cipher and I want to see what this is, I'm going to make concessions and adjustments in my schedule as I hope that he would. So I stay busy doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, I'm full-time ministry doing my production things with church. I'm taking care of my son. I'm building a career cause I got to build a legacy and sustain me and my son until whatever my makeup is going to be in the future. I don't spend time thinking on the future in the regards of which man, when, why not me now? I have to be focused on the work that I'm supposed to be doing. But do you ever get weak? Do you ever yes. get wearied in your well doing? Do you ever sit long in your in your in your in your bed and when I'm alone in my room? Sometimes, sometimes I stare at the wall. wall. No, and then in the back of my mind, no, I hear Kenzo I do call. not do that. That's part of <laughs> that's part of guarding your mind. If you, if you allow yourself to sit and work and, and let your mind work on why hasn't anybody or when am I? That's the work of the enemy. He does his best work in isolation. So when you're sitting, thinking, no, I don't sit. Now, when I have those weak moments, let me say this, I am human. So when I have those moments where I want someone, I text my ex and be mad. I text my ex. What is wrong with you? See, you could. I do. Just the other day. I, you I just, had snap on, just snap on yes. the blue. Yes. Because I'm like, oh, this dopeness. What is wrong with you? Tell me again. You just go pick a fight. I pick a fight. No, it's not even a fight. It's a, you getting punched. It's not a fight. <laughs> I'm punching you in this moment. Receive it. Um, but no, when I get those weak moments, I I, I be in the moment. I the other just the other day I cried Good. because I felt uncovered. You know, I felt like Good. I went to dinner, a business meeting, and I had a a suitor. I call him a suitor now. Um, talking to him about some business, and he shifted the conversation. He said, you know what? I enjoy you professionally and personally. It was bait. I enjoy you professionally and personally. Now I had no interest in this guy. Why say bait? Because he said that. And I went over it into the rest of the conversation because I'm looking for this to be a potential business opportunity. So I just glossed over that, kept conversing. <laughs> he came back and said it again. It got quiet. And he, 
prolonged it. Just let us, just let us sit back a little bit. He, he leaned in. I enjoy you personally and professionally. What you going to do about it kind of thing. <laughs> so I told him, well, thank you, you know. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> you made me forget where I was going with that. Now I'm thinking about the look on his face. <laughs> where are we? <laughs> so in that situation, you said you want somebody to be forward with you and tell you what's up. What I said was, I attract guys who are very vocal yeah. and they communicate, which I appreciate. Um, the only problem with that is that, oh, I was talking about how I felt uncovered after yes. that. I left that meeting and I, I cried because I felt like if I was in, I felt like if I was already in a marriage, I wouldn't have to deal with this. I would be with the man who I felt I wouldn't even be having to meet with this other man exactly. about investment because yeah. me and my guy would be building something together. Right. I just felt vulnerable in a way. And I'm like, I'm in my forties. Why am I still dealing with guys propositioning me in a sense? Yeah. I because know what you're about. He, it was a lot of undertones yeah. throughout the conversation. I'm yeah. like, is this where we are every time still? Yeah. I was dealing with this in my twenties. Why am I still feeling? And it's, it wasn't flattering, honestly. Yeah. And he's a well-to-do guy. I did not feel flattered. I felt vulnerable in a way that I'm a woman in this this world uncovered. Mm. That's how I felt like a man could, could at me, come at me. Um, it just made me feel some type of way if I'm honest. And I cried because in that moment I felt like, dang, I wish I was already in my thing. I wish, wish I was already spoken for covered. Someone has decided on me to cover me and protect me. So these vultures in these streets wouldn't be making me feel a certain type of way. That's good. Mika. That's good. That's good. That's yeah, I, that, that 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 hit a little differently uh, because I talk to a lot of my friends who talk about guys always taking business and then spending it personally. They be like, "Oh yeah, let's meet. I want to have a business meeting." And I'd be telling them, "Like, that man, I want to meet with you. He, 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 he want to holler at you." And why you always think that? I said, "All right, let, let, let me go ahead. Let, let me find out how that works out." And then come back. Yeah. yeah, he gonna ask me this, this, this. I said, "And my men friends, because I have." Great men, male friends like you who give me advice on the real man, mind of the man. Yeah. And I'm not, I can't be offended at it anymore. My maturity level has to say, okay, you know what this is already. Yeah. This is the man's nature. Not just this man, any man nature. you deal with. If you are attractive, they love the power you carry. Yeah. These, a man of power is attracted to that. So I can't yeah. be mad at him. Mm -mm. It's just how I handle it. Like another friend said, you got to decide, put your, put your big girl panties on and decide what do you want out of that interaction? Yeah. What do you yeah. want out of that? Not that you're being a gold digger, being a gold digger, but make it work for you. Cause that'll never stop. Yeah. It will all, and I'll come from entertainment background. Oh yeah. So you say, I have plenty of stories yeah. for days and it yeah. never changes no matter how much in my woman's mind, it shouldn't be that way. It is, <laughs> it will be, but what will you, how will you position this? Yeah. Do you want to position it? If you don't, shake the dust, I'm get gone. to moving. Yeah. And never, because I was, I was like, I don't need this nigga money. Can I say nigga on here? Can I, I don't need this <laughs> Negro's money. Like, and he's, he's like up there. Like, yeah. he can make all the dreams come true. <laughs> one, one him, not having to call no other outside yeah. sources, him by himself. If I, that $250,000 I want to get for this, this development property, yeah. he can drop it. And he said that you got to decide what you want. And it was Un all kind of undertones. I know what you're talking about. So, Trust me, I, big girl yeah. panties, or stick to your <laughs> stick to your principles as a kingdom woman. And I'm like, I'm sometimes I'm getting tired of having my like. If I could just be like some of these other girls, they bigger women than me because they would take this and knock uh, it out the park all day, all day. And I'm telling you, that is the conundrum being a kingdom woman in this savage world savage. because you're you start saying I should. But oh. my spirit will get back. And in the minute that you compromise in one area, you just, it just, yeah. you'll look at yourself later on and, and, and hate yourself. Look in the mirror. Yeah. In your bad mansion with your Maserati sitting in the parking lot, and you be like, What profits a man? Yeah. But like, and that's when coming back to guarding my mind, even when the enemy says, Here's a little carrot, yeah. get that little nugget. <laughs> he, he be giving me all kind of carrots. Carrots that can give carrots. Yeah, like, carrots with carrots. Yeah, carrots with carrots. With like, four carrots and ten carrots. And I have to tell men, what you have does not impress me because I've seen it all. Yeah. I've, I've, I've worked at the top of the entertainment yeah. industry. Men and money and means is a regular thing around me. Yeah. So it's not about that for me. Like, I'm about building. I'm built to last. And I'm looking for someone who 
is a builder and I can undergird. Like, I don't feel right. I feel like all this goes to waste understanding how I'm built. I know it doesn't. Like, God has a word yeah. for me. But as a natural woman, I feel like I'm going to waste all this. Is, what? She said, I can undergird your life. You your understand life. me? When you said that, boy, you spoke a word. <laughs> I want to share this because as I was preparing for this scripture, this is a powerful, uh, you just led into Romans 12 too, which says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly what you just said. It's saying that these tests that are coming in your life that can definitely change the trajectory of your life from a financial standpoint. It's just a test because God knows that he'll give you riches and add no sorrow. So whatever you go through, you'll be able to say, no, God gave me that. When you do it the the other way, you'll be like, I didn't wait on God, but hey, I got it, but I feel a little icky because I compromised my, my, my values. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's the main thing that we got to always understand is uh, protecting our mind. A lot of stuff I don't really share with people is the fact that I don't drink. And I've never drank a day in my life, but when I was 18, 19, and then when I hit 21, the legal age of drinking, uh, people said, are you going to start drinking for your 21st birthday? I said, I love my mind too much. And I didn't even know what that meant. I was saying that at 21, but not realizing what that truly meant because the only reference I had is my brother, um, who's a stone cold alcoholic, drug addict. I haven't seen him in about 20 years now, but we would go to clubs all the time and he would be drunk and he would act crazy and then the next day I would say do you realize you were fighting a security guard you got us kicked out the club you done did this or whatever he's like man for real that's what happened I'm like how you don't remember this stuff like we did you, you don't realize that we was out in the club and these dudes started shooting shooting up in the air and all that and he was like oh yeah I kind of remember that or whatever and I was like what is going on in your mind when you when you that drunk he's like man I'll be honest I don't be remembering this stuff and my brother was a naturally shy person but then when he would drink he would get very aggressive he was like an angry drunk uh um, and so that's the only reference I had. So I always say I, I want to protect my mind. I love my mind too much. Um, you made me think about something with that. What? Talk about it. <laughs> to guard your mind. You're talking about, you know, drugs and you know, alcohol. I look at love as that same alcohol. As it's a, a love drug. drug. So I don't think about love. I try not to focus on it. Like, I work in radio and I barely listen to radio or R&B and songs that move me internally <laughs> because I understand but that's, that's like a mind. drug. Like it makes me long. I, I can hear a song and start texting somebody. You know what? <laughs> the, the dopamine in my brain. <laughs> the way it's set up. The way it's set up. God in my mind, even to what I listen to, because I don't want to be horny yeah. for the sake of being horny. Just because yeah. I've opened myself up. I watch what I hear. Watch what I listen to. And I guard my mind by trying not to think about those things. Because I will put my own self in a situation. My, my daughter did it. Uh, uh, her eighth grade project never will forget it she said dad i'm gonna go do uh, a project on music and what she did she called her friends on the phone and then she'll play different songs and then she'll ask them after she played one song what what you feel and they'll tell her the emotions that they felt from that and then she'll play another song and then they'll say oh, i feel happy on this what you feel i want to fight nuck if you book yeah. you know it, it, it'll, it'll hype you up like Moves that you. and then she said what and then she started, she did this uh, project at school talking about the emotional effects of music. And and that's why I try to tell uh, my sons or whatever. I'm like, man, stop. And, and you know, we were growing up. I don't know if your mom was like that, but like, don't be listening to that stuff. Don't be listening to that, 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 that devil music. They would tell you that all the time. And I didn't realize that <clears throat> it was shaping my mind. Yeah. Because when I was listening to, and they did all this when uh, Ice Cube and Ice T and it mm -hmm. came out song Cop Killer. And I, like, it, it would make people every time I, <laughs> I grew up in the hood so when certain songs came out like that like cop killer police come by I'm looking at him like see how to kill him yeah. like where'd you just get that how you just you gonna kill this man because you don't listen to a song yeah. you know what I'm saying but it would always shape the way we think um you and so I don't think. I don't even listen to that stuff I remember when the song uh <laughs> when the song WAP came out <laughs> oh not the WAP. WAP. Not the WAP. Not this. Not that. Not the old school WAP. I'm talking about the other Party song. Party B WAP. Yeah. And someone Maybe said, have you heard that song? And I said, first I kept saying, man, I ain't finna listen to it. I'm not finna listen to it. Then Curiosity killed the cat. And I yep. said, let me go look at it. I looked at that video and, and listened to that song. I was like. <laughs> now you want some WAP. <laughs> you weren't even thinking about any WAP. 
But that's how I am when I say <laughs> I try not to live in a fantasy world as a woman. Like, what woman doesn't want a companion yeah. or that person to make her feel like a woman? I want those things, but I also know what's for me. It will come. I'm not overly pursuing it. I'm trying to make sure I'm open, but I'm also in purpose. Because in purpose, I, who knows he's on that road? Yes. But, you know what I mean? I always believe that our mates are on the road to purpose. I always, I, that's just that's just what I believe. Uh, it happens all the time uh, as you're, because that's the way God operates, <clears throat> as you follow him. So as you are, God is guiding you, then this beautiful, this beautiful thing happens where you cross paths and it's like hey how you doing that hey cool that's why i love it when i hear you talk about being involved in ministry uh you say because you've been saying that every time i talk to you you always shout out your pastor because you always talk about your pastor who's your pastor apostle dr dana carson the kingdom voice of the reflections of christ kingdom world outreach in houston texas he's amazing and he stewards his daughters let me say that and honestly women think we know how to love we think we know what we want but he lets it be known you gotta teach yourself you have to be taught how to think we don't know how to think no nah. we have to be taught how to think to think the right way like even for kingdom women like how you move and respond as a kingdom woman i don't i don't react first i think first act and i feel last i think act then feel last. So I'm not even focused on my feelings. In my mind, I'm not letting my mind get carried away with how I feel about a thing. I'm too busy doing what I need to do to get where I'm trying to go. When you told me that the other day, I was like, wow. Like, because of course, women are known to be led by emotion first. And you said that your pastor has taught y'all to do what? In what order? What I just said. Let's break it down again so the people can understand in the back. Most women are reactive. Our, our emotions overtake us. Men always say, women, <laughs> y'all crazy. Because men, they're totally opposite. Period, right? Yeah. They don't, you don't move. Women, we get excited about, excited by things that are happening to us. But a wise woman, even women who are married, a wise woman understands every moment is not the moment to react. Every moment is not the moment to feel. Be wiser than that. And let me say this really quickly. Well, let me break down the three I said first. A kingdom woman, my pastor and my first lady say this all the time. You think first. You act. Then you feel later. Now, what I was going to say is also in guarding your mind as a single woman, men are going to make a decision and you can't react. The last guy I wanted to date, we were perfect. Back to that. I can... Dude, I see y'all. Maybe I was your life. I undergird your life, and he saw that as well. But I wasn't what he wanted. We were in two different spaces. So after telling me how dope I am, you you trying to say you don't want this? <laughs> like we fit, but two different spaces and places. Yeah. So I have to tell my mind that's okay. Not get caught up in all of the things that it looked like. Mm -hmm. It's okay if he does not decide. That doesn't stop or stunt who I am. I'm Good. still a masterpiece. Good. He or the connection to a he or a him does not make me who I am. God has made me. I'm his masterpiece. So I'm at peace with that. It's <sighs> all in the mind, though. Like, I will myself happy. Like, I think myself happy. I don't. But how did you deal? So the, the initial blow of that to say that, hey, we are so perfect. We've been knowing each other, but we're not in alignment in the in this area. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with that, though? How did you deal with that? It doesn't feel good. It does not feel good, especially if you want that person too. if, if it's if yeah, it's, it's tough. But again, back to having a spiritual maturity, like guarding my mind. Men say. I've heard a man say, guard your heart and your mind. Guard your mind first because out of your mind is how you move. It sure is. If I got my mind, if I can keep my mind, not let you get my mind. Yes. I can keep everything else at bay. Yes. And another reason why you keep your, don't sleep with nobody because it's hard to, to <laughs> get stay in the right yeah. mind. Those in, like chemistry, chemically, yeah. Your mind is not in the right place. Going back to being intoxicated. Yep. Your mind is intoxicated. So you don't have control over your mind and nothing else. When you 
go that route. So dudes like to tell me you're a cold piece. I'm a cold piece because I'm not connected like that to you. So I can be a cold piece. Oh, you don't want me? Ninja, I don't want you. I got stuff to do. So guarding your mind doesn't mean being hard. But yes, I'm guarded. I think there's value in being guarded the right way. You know what I mean? Yes. I think it's it's levels to guarding. I'm not afraid, but I will be vulnerable when I'm shown that it's a safe space to be vulnerable. This is going somewhere. Good. The scripture that uh, I found even about, I was researching uh, scriptures that talk about uh, guarding our mind. First Peter four and seven says the end of all things is at hand. Therefore be self-controlled and sober minded for the sake of your prayers. Exactly. What does that mean to you to be that, that it says, let me read that again. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore be self-controlled and sober minded for the sake of your prayers. It reminds me of what I said my favorite scripture is. What's that? I must do the work of he who sent me while it is day, for night comes when no man can work. The beginning of that scripture said, it's coming to an end. Yeah. And so if I'm spending all my time concerned about the cares of this world, and the cares of this world is us, relationships, yeah. finances, all the things we're spending our time going after, focusing on. If I'm focused on seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added, my mind is in that. Mm -hmm. I'm moving in that. So I'm not going to be tossed to and fro if my mind, if I keep my mind steady on the path. That's the path, seeking first. And not to get too churchy because I'm in this world, right? Mm -hmm. But that's what sustains you. If you move in that as best as you can, you keep your, keep your mind stayed on Jesus. There right? it is. But, but yeah, actually that. Yeah, and that's real talk. Uh, what, what does it mean for the sake of your prayers? Self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. You got to be clear, right? God knows what you want, and he will give you the desires of your heart. But back to, you have to have some self-control, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. You have to, and you, and if you're sober-minded, if you're not sober-minded, you can't even hear. You yep. can't even be clear, and you can't be at peace. So you're going to make a decision when you're you're gonna make a decision yeah. left or right you're yeah. gonna you're gonna tumble and stumble into something when you aren't at resolve with that that's good philippians 4 8 finally believers whatsoever is true whatever is honorable and worthy of respect whatever is right and confirmed <laughs> by god's word whatever is pure and wholesome whatever is lovely and brings peace whatever is admirable and of good repute if there is any excellence if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on, on these things. Yeah. So that's, that's a space it. you that's a space you try to exist in at all times, huh? That is it. And when you feed yourself, it's not that I'm con consciously thinking about it. When it's who you become and who you are, it's what you're feeding yourself, it's easier to move in that regard. So you got to keep your mind stead on the right thing so that that it's organic for you because it's a fight. It's a struggle, but you're in control of how you struggle. Yeah. You know what? That's good, man. Cause it's, it's, it's so easy um, to have your mind just wane off somewhere else. And you like, uh, is this stuff really worth it? And you're looking at social media and you're going, these people look to have these hashtag relationship goals. Um, and they seem to be getting everything that you seemingly want. Um, and the constant renewal of one's mind is, and that's why I love in the, the scripture that says, renew your mind, be transformed like, by the renewing, renewing of, of your mind. mind, be transformed because what happens, you know, you hear the scripture as a man thinketh, so is he. So if you keep thinking like a loser, if you keep thinking, I'm never going to have this. If you thinking, I'm never going to have a maid. I think, and I, then, then you produce that, you know, you actually produce that. And so, um, man, um, if somebody, if we said, man, if, if, if anything, or if a man gets your mind, he got, he has you. Yeah. And I can't afford to give anyone me yet until I understand that that's, that's, that's it. That's, that's, it. that's in the wheel. You know, that's you feel like you've never given yourself to anybody. Has there ever been anybody I'm talking about all the way back in your first puppy love stage. Did you ever feel like a man has ever had you, all of you fully? No, I can honestly say no. Why? Well, I was guarded. I've always been a, a guarded. I've been in 
one, my profession alone, I've been in it a long time. Yeah. I've been in this profession and a little of everything comes at you. So I had to build up this, this mm -hmm. resistance um, because you get knocked off your block. It's real in the field. <laughs> and it's been a lot of temp temptation. Like, yeah. So it's easy, but... Um, be, I haven't had a man well, really. We just, keep talking about your profession and and what what is your profession? Because of course I know about it. people need to hear. It. They be like, what? She never said what she does. What what do you do? So Rika? I'm a radio personality. Um, I'm on air for Magic 102 in Houston, Texas. I've been in radio 20 years. Um, but even that, I left radio for a second and moved to yep. the entertainment and record side. I went to work for Neo in New York for a while. Yeah. And working at that height, you get access to. Everything, everything in the world literally yeah. the world there is no limits mm -hmm. to anything and with that comes the vultures mm -hmm. right and i would pride myself on my reputation mm -hmm. in this industry so and again you build up a resistance because so much is thrown at you so um i've been guarded for a long time and now i think the guarding is a little more penetrated in the right regard right like i'm guarded now because i understand who i am who i'm supposed to be and that i'm on reserve or pre being preserved and I, I appreciate that before it was a natural i ain't let no ninja ain't no ninja conquering me like but now it's more of i understand who i am in in god i'm a masterpiece and you can't just give a masterpiece to anybody talk about it so not to say there aren't guys who are worthy there are plenty of worthy guys Sometimes we two ships sailing in the night. We mm -hmm. miss each other, but I got to be okay with that. Understanding again, value. I know I still have value, whether a man makes me an honest woman with a ring on my finger or not. You know what? Talking to you now <laughs> is, is 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 really you got you got your water right here. Oh, right. Yeah, your, your tea. So you know what? This is this is interesting because talking to you now, I really understood how big of a deal that was that you allowed me to go find your apartment when you moved to Dallas. Trust. I want to be able to trust a man has me, understands who I am and won't fumble me. That's what that is. Like I said, the right man, how he manages you will make you acquiesce. If you know your role and your own makeup and who you are, it's not hard to see the other person when they come. Like, I knew I could trust you. Biggest thing for a woman is security, trust. You know, love is in there too, but I want to feel secure. Like, you got me. And not you telling me you got me. And I'm like, nigga, you done missed the mark totally. You ain't got nothing. So, so, so add reference to what we're talking about. What are we talking about? <laughs> so, I moved to Dallas. Uh, you talking about that? Yeah. I moved to Dallas some years back um, in radio. I became the marketing and promotions director over a cluster of stations. And I was busy working in another city. So I would drive down in the morning to one city from Houston to Dallas. And I couldn't keep making that trek back and forth, back and forth. So me and the Terry's have been friends for a while. We've had some deep conversations. And the caliber of man that you are, I remember telling you, I need help finding a place. And I don't have time. I got three weeks to get in a place. I need you to put me in something that you would put your woman in or your daughter. What would you want for them? I need a man to see for me and give me what you will want for that person in your life. That means I don't have to think about if I'm covered. You got me. So I trusted you in that regard. I didn't ask no any questions. <laughs> I moved my stuff in. You said you found it. I tr trusted that you knew me enough and that what you saw for me was value and quality enough that I could live in that. And I lived in it. It was one of my favorite places to this day. That is crazy. Certain stuff I be doing just by by just casually. I didn't even realize that. But then I hear how much of a stickler you are in life. Then I, I didn't realize how big of a deal That's that a was. Big deal. That's a huge deal. To let go is a big deal. But to get a woman's confidence in you, like men got to remember, like it's bigger for women when a man doesn't choose a woman or a man um, fumbles a woman. It's a big deal for us because, well, I won't say everyone. It, you can't generalize every woman. But the way I'm built. <laughs> Let's be clear. The way I'm built. I'm built as a helper. I'm a helper, not a hunter, not a head. I'm not the head. I want to be in my role. I'm comfortable in my role. I'm confident. Now, I'm a beast when I'm running it. I'm running it. That's a different hat for me. Yeah. 
but I want to be in my role as a helper, a helpmate. And so for me, the lead, you get the house, I'll make it a home. I'm cool. Facts. And I'm not really that picky. The man says this is what this is how a woman should be treated. Dab never, this is how I should be treated. And matter of fact, let me just tell y'all, he put me in the penthouse. It was the, the top of the top, the place I, he I went, I went, I went and negotiated with the lady. I went and talked to the the, the, the the place and told them, hey, listen, I want this rate. I talked to them, negotiated. They was like, all right, this is the only one like this here. And, was- and let me say this. This is another thing. For me and, and how I see things, call me old-fashioned. Every woman modern day don't believe this. But what I know is... It's words, right? These days, everybody's a queen and everybody's a king. I'm a king. Address me as a king. (laughs) You ain't a king if you ain't got no kingdom. If you can't put me in a kingdom and then let me do my role of making this kingdom what it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. What are we talking about? (laughs) You stepped on toes right now. So we're going to go ahead and close this out. Uh, uh, (laughs) I'm just talking now. I'm just saying. This is how Latarius and I normally are talking. Oh, he's on the phone. What are we talking about? Man, let me tell you something. Um, And one thing that I want to say to you is that even having conversations with you when I was in this toxic situationship years ago, you would call and I would just ask you questions. And you never even knew I would ask you these questions because it would be something I was going through. And I would ask you these questions and you would respond and I'll be like, I know I ain't crazy. Oh, I know I ain't crazy because I needed to hear what a quality woman, a woman of substance, a uh, a woman of dignity, a woman with high morality, what it sounded like while I was in this dark place with this particular woman. And it was through those conversations um, and I was getting poured into by a lot of different folks and pastors and stuff like that that allowed me to break free from that stronghold. But uh, you played a very pivotal part in that journey because you would call and I'd be like, so what would you do if? Uh, uh, if you had this guy and he would do this, 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 you'd be like, oh, I would, I would, I okay, all right, that's all I need to hear. <laughs> I am being mishandled. So many times I done got off the phone and I done cried. I'd be like, why am I here? <laughs> why am I here? And uh, so you provided a lot of healing in my heart going through that journey. And let me say this on the flip side of that. You would tell me that years later. You told me yeah. my, how my how I naturally answered or how I naturally yeah. am. You show me the value of that because you are who you are. You know, you're not yeah. thinking about oh, I do it like this. You just are being you. Yeah. And what I found is back to being vulnerable because I know I'm dope. Not just because people tell me that or guys tell me that. I feel dope. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm a masterpiece. That's I always good. felt like I'm great and I'm supposed to do great things. Not lifting myself higher, but I know who made me. So I'm like, it gotta be. You know. So saying that to say, going through so many years of not having a guy choose you, wife you, or make this thing a solid thing, it can't chip away Mm -hmm. at any woman. So saying that to say, remembering, guarding your mind is remembering who you are. And when you tell me, oh, you helped me or seeing a quality woman, that's a, that helps me guard my mind. I know I'm not crazy either. I do know I'm worth something. I'm not lifting myself higher than I, than you know, I ought. ought to be. Yeah. No, I'm I'm great. And owning that I'm a masterpiece. If, ladies, if I can't tell you anything else, you are a masterpiece. Talk to them. A masterpiece, just as you are. God uniquely makes each of us. And I, I feel that. So that's where I am. She's a masterpiece. And he's you're a masterpiece. I receive it. I receive it. I'm done. Because I'm created by the uh, by the master. Yeah. yeah. So listen, how can people connect with you? On social media, I am Sky underscore Houston. I'm also starting that She's a Masterpiece platform. You can go follow at She's a Masterpiece um, on all platforms. As well. Love it. Love it. Love it. So what what, what you going to have on the platform? What can people look forward to? It'll be a podcast. Starting off as a podcast, it'll be um, conferences coming, some curriculum, like your day-to-day mentor um, iron sharpening iron because we forget like if we're when we're not reminded these conversations are so needed Terry so thank you for this podcast because we have to be reminded like yes there's so many more women than there are men yeah. and all of us can't be wrong like it's a, <laughs> and it's nothing wrong with us I want to remind ladies it's nothing wrong with us it's nothing wrong with us wanting to be married wanting you know mm-hmm. whatever we want and like whatever our desires are um, but remembering that 
who we are, we add value to anything. So it's a, a platform just to remind you of who you are. You know, what's interesting when we talk about mine as we're closing is that you would call me out the blue and be like, I just want to take a trip to Dallas just to sit around you and glean. Uh, why was that important? I needed to be reminded again when you don't feel like you're getting deposits. I told the last guy I was dating this. Men want things, right? They want intimacy. Yeah. They want that womanly essence, what we bring. But you'll never get that. It's so back to being vulnerable or guarded. I'm guarded because what I know what I have, I give it naturally. You don't even have to ask me for it. I exude it. That femininity you want, that vulnerability, that it comes with my essence. And I say this all the time. Women, well, I can speak for myself. I naturally give what a man needs, but it's deposits in me. Men giving me deposits or whomever in my circle giving me deposits to remind me of who I am. I need that every now and again. So I need that sharpening. I need the masculine sharpening to remind me, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's important. I think. I can already see a bunch of comments where people are going to say, why aren't y'all together? Who's going to say that? Oh, everybody. Oh, everybody's going to ask that question. We've been friends. Friends. How many of us have them? Let's be friends. And honestly, I, I've told you this before. For me, um, I don't have a lot of male friends who don't want to sleep with me. And that I can say, Latarius, I'm feeling like this. Or he did this. Yeah. What does that mean? What am I doing wrong? Like, I want, I need to have a bounce off. Yeah. Like, the woman's mind is shaped to think like this. Men don't think like that. So when we're getting it wrong or, and when I say getting it wrong, meaning only seeing it from our perspective, yeah. we can have the mind of a man. It, yeah. It's no way possible. So 100%. I need to hear straight no chaser from men who respect me enough to tell me the real. Good. Like Latarius will say, quick, girl, you can get it with the lights on. He, he'll say <laughs> it all the time. You, you can. But I don't take the it. Lord. I don't feel uncovered when he says it because I know his heart for me and I know he'll never do he will not drop me on the floor I know that so women need certain men in their circle to give them that because we get weak in these streets and when I say not weak like we're gonna give it up no yeah. we get weakened weakened like, weakened good. and I feel weak sometimes as strong as I am I feel weak and another thing about men wanting me to let down my guard you can't handle it you I saw I see you and I know me, you can't handle it because you will drop me. Not even intentionally because you think you're stronger than you are <laughs> sometimes, you know? Okay, we're going to quit stepping on people's toes. All right, so But yeah. if you're strong enough, listen. Step your, up. Slide in shot. them DMs. No, Let no, her know no, what's no. up. Step up. You already know what it is. And my whole thing is I've been Oh, wanting, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let me to cut you off. But I did not. You, we were trying to get somewhere. You said, why are we not dating? And just to give you a full answer, I still value our friendship and I want to be able to say anything to you. And I, in my mind, when you get with someone, Latarius always says, "You that's who you want, your best friend. Yeah, that's what you want. No, I want to I want play, so I can go play and be rec reckless, reckless in my conversation and, you know, straight no chaser, like... I don't know. So you said, so this is interesting. This, this, I want to take it to a whole nother podcast topic, but you're saying that with your mate, you would lose what you and I have already. I don't know. I've never been there. So I don't know what I'll lose. I just feel like it's, it's, it's something that I don't have anywhere else. And I don't want to jeopardize <laughs> it not it. being that or not <laughs> having that. Like I've had guy friends who after 20 years, I thought they were friends and I've told them a lot. <laughs> Later on, they tried to sleep with me. And I'm like, dude, you you take something away from me when you shift it like that. When you just hit me over the hair. Like my thoughts. So all the stuff I've been telling you for 99 years. Like, leave me somebody. Like, <laughs> it's like they and hit I you over the head. And say it doesn't work. I don't want. And LaTerry says all the time. If it don't work, then it just don't work. No. <laughs> No, I don't want to feel any type of way after the fact. I want a pure, whatever we have, the purity of it. I don't want that to be tarnished by a relationship going sour. That's all. I always say it's very interesting. And that's the risk of love. The risk of love is when you, um, 
willing to risk it all with the possibility of getting exactly what you desire. Yeah, I know it sounds good, but still. It's the truth. So what happens is, and this is so, this is, and I, and I, and I love this because like I told Mika, I ain't never just truly try to shoot my shot at her or whatnot, but it's, but I know that if I did go that route, I would make you forgo all your insecurities that you have about that. And see, that's the other thing with you, Latarius. I feel like with Latarius, it's a challenge for him. <laughs> it becomes a challenge and he knows all the stops to pull out. Latarius has a lot of female friends. So I feel like we're all testing grounds for Latarius. <laughs> no, no. And he, I want to see if I did this just right. That's the reason why I don't though, because I can sit and watch and I'll be like, man, I could, but, not, but my healed version, healed, I won't do healed it. Man, healed. My unhealed version be like, I don't give a dang. I'm finna, I'm finna go try to smash. If, 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 if I miss out on it, I miss out on it. But we, the heel version, I don't want that. I want a wife, so I don't even play those games. Because the other thing about it is not, it's not a, I don't want to do damage to the friend if they're naturally my friend. They're my friend. Yeah. So I would never, see so what you're talking about, a risk, the risk of jeopardizing our friendship is not a risk if, if both of us have pure intentions. See, it's only a risk is if somebody don't have pure intentions, because how can you not get that which you want? If you if you truly are friends and y'all truly love each other and y'all truly are supportive and you can truly trust that person and you can truly lay down your sword for that person. How does it not work out? Sounds good. It's the truth. That's what it is. And other than that, you just said, hey, I'm not attracted to the person or whatever. But if y'all have everything else together, how does it not work out? And that's what I say, people. That's why I always encourage people. You may want to entertain dating your some friends. of your friends because you built that trust. Yeah. You built that trust with them. And I mean, pure intention friends, not friends that sitting around just wanting to smash. I'm talking about friends. Waiting that you say, out. Yeah, waiting you out. I'm talking about friends that say, I'm tired of listening to you being loved improperly. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be another male that sits alongside. I'm single, you single, and we both looking for, <laughs> looking for each other. That's why I love the movie Love and Basketball. You know what I'm saying? It's like, duh. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, that's, that's what it's supposed to be about. And you said it earlier where you said a lot of stuff. And I know how my uh, subscribers uh, think. They're going to be, y'all need to, y'all need to, y'all need to, because they're not dumb. They're intelligent enough to go, but she said she trusts, and she said she let you pick out this, and she said this. But you have a lot of female friends that feel probably the same way, that you <laughs> make them feel secure, you, you know. But I know, and that's where we get deeper into the alignment and what God's purpose is for each there person or whatever. But just from a surface standpoint, people go, why don't y'all, you know, why, why don't you? Box checked. Yeah, because your mama asked the question too. Anyway, uh, listen, hey, us. Mama. Yeah, your mama. Shout out to your mama. Yeah. My mama loves Latarius. <laughs> That's my homie there. I love that lady. So listen, uh, thank y'all for uh, watching the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Y'all give it up. What do you want me to call you? You want me to call you by your, your Whatever sky? Whatever you like. Give it up for my homie, Kamika Smith. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you guys for having me. We now have access to the land for Kingdom Royale. So here's an update. 12 days after camping out on the land, a podcast guest felt led to help us out by purchasing the land to take it off the market. Now this gives us more time to raise the $1.4 million to purchase the land while also allowing us 100% access to meet with architects, developers, and just walk the land and allow the Lord to cast vision. So far, we've raised a little over $50,000. Thank you to all of you who've donated and crowned the king. Your heart for giving is greatly appreciated. We filed for our 501c3 designation back in January, so the ball is moving. I've been doing a ton of research, meeting with other organizations who are doing the work in the foster care arena. Thank you to the residential group care facilities who've invited me to visit their businesses and are just being open-handed with a wealth of information. I'm eternally grateful for y'all. Shout out to Kathleen Lavelle, president and CEO of Dallas Casa. Man, she's amazing, y'all. She's been teaching me fundraising strategies. I'm really looking forward to the work we'll do together, Kathleen. God is so strategic, y'all. I'm so inspired. Hey, I just wanted to give you a quick update and let you know what's been going on. Thank you for believing in Kingdom Royale. My heart is eternally grateful for all of you who 
just planting seeds in our next generation. Make a donation today and crown a king. Here's my favorite part of the podcast where I speak to my future wifey. Dear future wifey, guard your mind. I'm reminded of the song by the Ghetto Boys titled, My Mind is Playing Tricks on Me. I pray our past traumas or insecurities don't get the best of us. I pray we take every trick the enemy may try to throw at us and have him ensnared by his own traps. Let's be sober-minded and vigilant. Let's maintain a heart posture set on receiving spiritual downloads from our Heavenly Father. Let's stay kingdom-minded. The secret battleground is our minds. Our most precious asset is our minds. Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Baby, let's always guard our minds. Your future hubby. Thank you for listening to the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Remember, be lit, live intentionally and transparently, and don't stop loving. Make sure to subscribe to our Dear Future Wifey YouTube channel. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We welcome your support. Simply share our podcast with your friends and family. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.